Hi, my name's Rob Scott from UC Today, bringing you the latest news and conversation from the Unified Communications and Collaboration space. So today I'm joined by Philip Beck, who's the CEO at Luware, and we're going to be discussing taking your cloud voice to the next level with Microsoft Teams. Welcome, Philip. Welcome, Rob. Nice to meet you today. Nice to see you. Hey, Philip, before we get started, how about we just do a quick intro? Tell us about who you are and a little bit about Luware, please. Sure, love to. Uh, so my name is Philip. I founded Luver 10 years ago, roughly 10 years ago, um, out of a university in Rapperswil, a Swiss university. So our HQ is in Switzerland. Uh, we started doing there very much with Microsoft. So we started with Link, doing cloud contact center with Link. Um, from, yeah, now 10 years ago, we were and moved now into all those different technologies from Link to Skype for Business and obviously now to Teams as Microsoft UC is really our strategy. We don't do anything else. We just do Microsoft UC based customer service applications and therefore Teams is our next level. And I'm happy here to talk to you about Teams Cloud Voice, bring them to the next level. Great. Thanks for a very warm welcome. So today we said we'd talk about Cloud Voice uh, and taking it to the next level in Microsoft Teams. So, you know, first of all, I wanted to kick off with uh, a question. You know, isn't Teams already powerful enough? Uh, you know, what do you mean by taking it to the next level? Oh, Teams certainly is powerful enough. And in the numbers, uh, which has gone through the roof from daily or monthly active users, Microsoft published. I mean, you see they have multiple about five or even six. And so it's definitely a need uh, for Microsoft and Microsoft is doing that great. Honestly, most of the people are using it for internal chats or internal collaboration, meetings and all that kind of stuff. It takes some time until they figure out, hey, there is more. Teams can even do telephony. And when you do open the Pandora's box about telephony, then this is getting yeah serious. Then you have the boys from the telephony asking you, hey, what do we do about the tenant console? Hey, what do we do about um, route recording we're going to need? Or what do we do with the help desk routing? Or what do we do even with the big contact center, which is still on the side? And there is a point where it gets really, really important that also we make sure that those use cases are actually available within Microsoft Teams, right? And there is where we're going to take it to the next level because you can't just have it as a side silo again, um, as it has been used the last years, because then you're going to, yeah, you're going to miss a couple and many, many functionalities within Teams, which is really, really, really bad. And, and therefore, that's what we try to do. Or when you say, yeah, we bring it to the next level, what do we want to do? We're going to make Teams powerful. Uh, for the traditional telephony use cases so that you really can use those things there and fill the gaps which are actually in Teams um, with our solutions, making sure that um, this is actually a real PBX replacement, as we often hear customer saying at the end of the project. Yeah, now we can really replace the PBX and that's, that's really great because then the business case runs. And Everything within Teams. I mean, Teams has so many advantages as well. With you can work from everywhere, which is quite common use case now as well in COVID scenarios uh, where people want to work at home or just have to work anywhere. Um, and therefore, using the Teams Foundation um, and 
adding those functionalities within Teams inside the Microsoft ecosystem. And that's really what we are caring about and what we try to do with our solutions uh, we put into the market. And that's really what you think, should think about, not putting another silo or having your old silo next to it, somehow making phone calls into Teams. We really strongly believe in that you should be able to deal with all those interaction within Teams to being able to leverage the full Microsoft ecosystem um, for those scenarios as well. Yeah, you made some really good points there, haven't you? I mean, it, it certainly feels like a lot of organizations start, start if, if they started in 2020 during the pandemic, they just started with, you know, chat, you know, collabor you know basic collaboration, meetings, that kind of thing. But, you know, certainly as you kind of dig a little bit deeper, the phone system capability or the, the cloud voice capability is huge, isn't it? And as you rightly say, there, there are a number of gaps that Microsoft don't provide solutions, you know, for. So what... You know, when we think about those gaps, what kinds of, you know, gaps are there? What, what products and, and solutions are, are kind of out there to plug those gaps? So, so those gaps basically is Microsoft always, when, when you look a little bit back in history as well, um, in comes from Link, comes from Skype for Business, um, now as well in Teams, they also said, hey, look, we are not the specialists in, in the real complex contact center space. We do want to response groups, as has been called in Link or Skype for Business, um, now attend, auto-attend and call queues in Teams. They did a simple one, the cutty-cutters thing, right, where everyone can get, just get what is out there and, and easy. Um, but it, if it comes to a little bit more complex scenario, Microsoft is not the, 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 the delivery of those solutions because they say we do the, the basics, right? We focus on yeah. the basics and we deliver the basics and for the others we have the partners who understand more of the business, who have the power to deliver that um, and, and all that. And therefore, if it comes to more than response groups or auto-tenant call queues within Teams or if you need compliance recording or if you need another client to make the attendant console scenario work where people have to op many, many transfer calls a day then there is definitely a need for some other user interface than within Teams. And there are many, there are a couple of other scenarios as well where Microsoft says, look, yeah, there is a use case, but the use case is too small for us. So we don't, don't going to build the use case or we don't going to invest for that use case, but we have partner around it. Um, when you look even further back in history in Microsoft, what Microsoft really made strong is all those APIs. And also in this scenario, they deliver the APIs for making a us able to deliver those use cases, UIs, or routing scenarios on top of the Microsoft Team stack. Great answer. And talk about the Microsoft ecosystem. I mean, how important is it, is, is it to integrate into that wider Microsoft ecosystem nowadays? Oh, it is. It is not important, uh, but it is huge. And, and if you have a Microsoft strategy, to be fair, then, then I think it's it's a waste when you when you say I don't look if if the solution I'm going to look at is integrated into that. So when when you still have your silo on the left and and you have that because it's always been there and you want to keep it, that's fine. But if you want to look into getting all those nice SaaS technology um, integration into text to speech bots, whatever you name it, AI. Um, or some call flow scenarios, then it's just important to leverage all those tools uh, within the Microsoft ecosystem. And it's a huge value add, right? 
And w when you look at companies that typically go with Microsoft all-in strategy, or not all, but a couple of them go, and then it's just you have it is such many such a great value lying around, and if you can leverage this value within the customer service scenario such as Power Automate, which is a great example. We get asked so many times about ticket integration or CRM integration. Yeah, now what? We build a Power Automate integration and after that, everyone can integrate their CRM with the Power Automate connector from Salesforce, Sendesk, you name it. There are so many already there. And the best is the business can do it themselves. So when we talk Power Automate, it is there is self-service for the business owner of the contact center, which these, um, which he typically had to do about a week or two weeks delay in in the IT project, which is not going to happen anymore if he can do it himself, right? And as well, text to speech, text, getting a new voice announcement was, was another one. Yeah, I had to go out to a studio and get that file and then upload it and get it into the system, try it. Now with text-to-speech for Azure, it's just you type the text and the text-to-speech engines are in the meantime so good, at least the one from Microsoft, that you just can use it. And, and you, you really get this fast adoption. And what is really important for us is that the people can, the people who are and responsible for the customer service can do it themselves. They don't have to get that one out. And, and that's a really important part of the jigsaw, isn't it? That self-service piece, that ability to manage these solutions in-house rather than have to, you know, hire techs to, you know, uh, I suppose make the day-to-day -day changes. Is, is, that, is that right? Is that a trend that you're seeing more and more of? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, in the, the world is changing faster than it has been five years ago. Everyone is telling you that there are multiple yeah, studies out there who are telling you, oh, it's all going faster. And everyone is a little bit, uh, not so sure. However, I mean, it is happening. And therefore, I think it is important that, that there is a possibility for the business, again, doing changes themselves. It, it can't be, you, you're going to lose customer if you need a two or three week or even two or three months project to get call flow changed. That's, that's just really, really bad, I think. Therefore, we strongly push into that direction that we say, hey, the business leader of a contact center, of a call flow, he should be able to change the stuff himself. He should be able to um, adopt to new change if there was a hailstorm or if there was an, an accident somewhere and they need to change something in the call flow. This is just do it in the morning. Oh, I figured out that happened in the night. They're going to do it in the morning and you're good to go. Day one, you don't have a two weeks lead time or you don't need all the nimbles to get every eventuality configured already in the system day one because you don't know what's going to happen. There is something else tomorrow. So making sure that, that this self-service with the self-service people are able to configure change their contact center their configuration themselves this is really the powerful stuff and not really relying on the IT department making sure that that they get agile again that they get agile to the customer and at the end get better customer service for their customer right yeah you're absolutely right that, that agility is really really important isn't it nowadays yeah so, so really, sorry I've got we really see a lot of customers where, where they had in the past, they had about two months, really two months cycle of getting a change into a workflow. 
And now, now they ask for, okay, can we do that in two or three hours? And yes, that's definitely possible if you have the right solution and if you have the right tools, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, I suppose it's certainly in these uncertain, certainly in these uncertain times uh, where we don't know what's around the corner and we don't know whether you know what when the next lockdown is or when the next pandemic is even. So uh, you know, when in a crisis, agility is uh, especially important, isn't it? Good. Okay. So tell us more about how Luware packages all this up for its customers. So at Luware, we have we have started building about two and a half years ago our new customer service suite um, called Nimbus. I'm pretty proud about that. Um, that we saw the movement of Microsoft into Teams at that stage. It was in a in in night, I think, where we were over there and talked to the guys of the API team and figured out, yeah, that's a possibility to go that way. And, and it was really good for us to, as well, start from scratch again. So if you move an on-prem solution to the cloud, that's that's always comes with some fallbacks. Otherwise, you're going to scratch everything and start new with the knowledge you have on what customer are asking and build it with that knowledge again on the new technology from scratch. And that's what we did about two and a half years ago. And I'm pretty happy we launched about four weeks ago. Uh, we launched the product suite, the first sets of the product suite. Um, it's not complete yet, uh, but there is a first set in there is available. So we have advanced routing or enterprise routing. We're going to launch the attendant console soon. So I'm pretty happy with that. And as you can see with Teams, when you go into this new SaaS technology, you're going to start with a base product, let's say it this way, and then you're going to evolve over time. right? And, and at some point you're going to think, hey, we always have been doing this that way, but do we really in the new world still should do it that way? Or wouldn't it better for our customers if we do it differently? That's all the nice questions you can ask yourself and then package the solution up so that it best fits the customers and best fits the market. So we had now as well changed the licensing scheme in that point of view. And we said, okay, we don't sell on agents yet, not yet, because the contact center piece is coming. However, we sell on a team basis. So where the, our customers get actually value from. So we don't have to pay um, about 100 users working in different teams. If you just use five teams, you're going to pay five teams. And that was that was really one of the story. And as well, all those integrations I mentioned before, they were really key for us, making sure that we start with them. And, and really question all the additional functionality we think we should take over from the old world into the new world. Really thinking, does do customers need that? Do customer wants that? And then at the end, do customer really think that's best for their customers? And this this whole journey, and now which now comes up with the Louvre Nimbus, as I mentioned, with the advanced routing and the enterprise routing as a day one available. Um, coming contact center to it later this year and we're going to give that out as well in this agility I mentioned before right so there is uh, updates every three weeks coming to a platform there is one platform many customers uh, so we're going to update that as I mentioned more or less every three weeks with new functionality and this product will evolve now over time and I'm pretty happy we have been able to deliver that that's fantastic news. Congratulations. And, you know, it sounds like lots happening over at Luware. So what's the best way for customers or anyone watching uh, to find out more? 
go to our website. Uh, we have a great website. As I said, we only do Microsoft, so it's quite prominent on our website. So louver.com, you don't need to go on any subpage or um, little thing at the end because Microsoft is just a little issue. Uh, no, it's prominent. louver.com, go for it, search, look for Nimbus um, and get some more information there. What functionalities, in which product or use case. And um, you can there sign up for more information um, and we're gonna get reach out to you great and we'll uh we'll put the url at the end as well hey philip it's been super speaking to you today thank you so much for joining me thank you as well rob for having me here and that's it from us if you've enjoyed today's session please subscribe to uc today news and give this video a quick share on social it's always appreciated and if you're a uc fan and want to be part of the conversation you can join us using the uc news hashtag on linkedin twitter and Facebook. The links are in the description. I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching.